This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, another Astros podcast. Can the Astros get that big hit? They've been waiting so long, it seems now. Last big hit was Correa's in game two. 2-2. Two, two. And that's drilled down the right field line. Judge on the move. He won't get there. And that hops into the seats. A ground roll double. That'll score Bregman. Gaddis goes to third. And the Astros take a 1-0 lead. Brian McCann gets his first hit of the ALCS and breaks an 0 for 20. So now two outs. If the Astros are going to put up a crooked number this inning, they'll need a hit from Jose Altuve. First pitch. And that's line pass. Frazier in the left field. Gaddis scores. McCann around third. He will score. Springer goes to third. A two-run single for Altuve. And a 3-0 Astros lead. About as animated as you'll ever see him pounding his chest, looking into the dugout. Firing up the rest of his team. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Astros getting set for game seven of the ALCS against the Yankees. And to get here, you had to win game six, which, which you were able to do. And how big was that that fifth inning to uh, finally get some offense going and, and have a, an inning where you really strung some really good plate appearances and some hits together? Well, runs are at a premium in these big games. And, and for us to get crooked number in two different innings, separate ourselves a little bit, uh, at least some perceived breathing room. It never feels easy in the playoffs, but I was proud of our bats and the quality of our bats that ultimately led to some pretty big innings. And the RBI double by Brian McCann got you on the board in the fifth inning, and then you know, the big two-out, two-run single by Jose Altuve. It seemed like almost like guys could kind of breathe a sigh of relief a little bit. Yeah, I just think our, our guys needed that one big hit, and Altuve's yeah. two-run single was uh, was really it. We had the lead. It was an, you know We did a good job of... Uh, of, of, of putting up good at bats against a really tough pitcher, but there was there was a, an exhale that, that we had a three nothing lead. One of our best guys got got one of the biggest hits and and really did set the tone for the rest of the game. And then they get those those four runs late in the eighth inning, get a little bit of separation against a pretty good reliever in David Robertson. We did. And it started with you know with a, some really good at bats, a home run by Altuve, and then and then ultimately a big hit by Bregman and and. You know, seeing us drive the ball against a good pitcher and 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 take take an opportunity to take advantage of of some walks and some some free passes that uh, that we hadn't done in the previous couple games was good to see. And Justin Verlander's been as advertised since he's been over here, and uh, giving the ball to him in an elimination game has to be a really good feeling. And, and he delivered once again. There's a grounder to the right side. Altuve goes down to a knee. He's got it, and that's the third out of the inning. Verlander works out of the jam and starts pointing at George Springer as he backpedals back into the dugout. He's going to wait for Springer to high-five him before going into the dugout. What an inning for the Astros. We go to the stretch with Houston leading New York 3 to nothing. He's been incredible since he got here, both on the field, off the field, the presence that he brings. He's been, he's been everything that we've hoped for and more, and, and, and to see him step up and have the game that he had last night, pitch through some duress, especially late in the game uh, in that seventh inning with the big play by George Springer, um, just, a, just an epic performance by one of the best pitchers in the game. You know, a lot of times over the course of a year, 
uh, me or other people in the media will ask you, so-and-so available out of the pen, so-and-so, but Game 7, a play, get into the World Series, obviously, you don't ask those questions. Now everybody's available, right? Yeah, it's all hands on deck, literally, and, and you know, these guys want to be in the World Series so badly. We're one win away, we need to get the lead, and it doesn't matter who gets the outs or what order we go, let's get to 27 outs with the lead and we'll be a happy city. And Charlie Borden getting getting to start today. I know you didn't make the announcement until after game six. And, you know, you look at his first outing in this series and didn't necessarily pitch badly, maybe a little bad luck. He did. He had some bad luck. He wasn't hit very hard. He had one little one, one-arm home run by Fraser opposite field that, um, you know, you know, wouldn't normally go out of any ballpark. So, you know, we're going to trust him. And obviously, if he gets into trouble, we have enough resources to go to somebody. But Charlie Morton has an opportunity to step up this today high-end stuff, deliver the type of outing that he had in New York, have a little bit of better luck. We put some runs on the board, and things can be different. All right, A.J. Hens, thanks for joining us. Good luck tonight. Thank you. 0-2. Swing and a miss. Henley goes down, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros defeat the New York Yankees by a final of 7-1, to and even this series at three games apiece, forcing a game seven. We will indeed see you tomorrow night. Uh, how big were those add-on runs, the four runs in the eighth inning, to at least give the Astros a little breathing room going into that last inning and feel real good about themselves, not only playing great defense, pitching great, but the offense, the offense starting to come together, and I think they can go into game seven feeling pretty darn good about themselves. Absolutely. Luke Gregerson, Astros reliever, is my guest today on Astro Launch. And uh, Luke, game seven, probably one of those situations. You're back in Chicago as a kid thinking and, and dreaming. Game sevens, get a chance to get in there and uh, bring it home and, and take it to the World Series. Absolutely. I mean, I think this is one of those one of those moments. Pretty much everyone in this clubhouse can attest to it where you're out, you know, playing the yard with your brothers and friends and in the sandlot and wherever else. And, you know, you're pretending it's game seven. To, you know to move on or to win it or whatever it may be and you know this is like this is like what you draw up and you know we get to be in a great position here at home to do something really special and hopefully you know come out on top and make it to LA. Hey none more so than this probably but you've pitched in big games before including the World Baseball Classic you were the closer was it hard for you to sleep the night before that that championship game? Um no I've uh I try to do things to occupy my mind and, and, and keep my head out of, out of baseball for a minute until you, you know until you get to the field. Uh, I've never really had a problem with the sleeping part. It was more so throughout the game. I feel like it's just a constant cycle of nerves, you know, while you're sitting there as a, as a reliever watching that, you know, that you don't know if you should stand or if you should sit sometimes. And, and it's just funny, though, when, that, when the phone rings and you're told to get on the mound, it's like all those nerves kind of disappear and you just get a pump of adrenaline and you're just, you know, ready to rocket fire. So it's, uh, you know, you just got to try to compartmentalize certain things and, and, and stay focused and just uh, take a deep breath. Hey, Luke, I would imagine a game like this might be even more difficult for a reliever as yourself because you don't know of any pocket you're going to come in. It's all hands on deck. You may be in the first inning. You might be in in the sixth inning, the ninth inning, or twelfth inning. How hard is that? Um, it's different. I don't know if it's necessarily hard, but it's just something that uh, you just got to be mentally and physically ready at any given point. So it's so you know instead of stretching in the fifth or the sixth like you normally would, you might be moving around the first, you know, 
maybe stretch out a little bit in the second or the third and just and just and just constantly keep moving around just just so you're physically you know ready for that moment um i don't necessarily think it's a, a challenge i just think it's more of just focusing on, on the, the game at hand and the situations that are playing out and, and the way the game's unfolding and just be ready for whatever might happen. And for pitchers, when you're facing the team for the seventh game in a row now, they know how you're trying to pitch them, how they're trying to get them out. Do you have to make any adjustments or do you stick to your strengths? Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, as a reliever, as, even as a pitcher in general, I think that the longer you play the game is when you need to start maybe making adjustments to how you pitch, but I think throughout the course of a small sample size in, in, a, in any given time, I think whatever your strengths are, executed the right way, I think will play to any situation. Um, granted, I think that you need to pay attention to the game and pay attention to the hitter and see what kind of adjustments, see what kind of adjustments he's making because you know we all have more than one weapon, and if he's starting to try to adjust to one specific one, sometimes you can pick up on that and, and you can go to something else that, that would be just as effective. When you're pitching, and I've heard a lot of pitchers talk about this, do you try to read the, the hitter's swing sometimes or even just their front shoulder and see if they're trying to open up to cheat to a sinker? A absolutely. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of times, you know, where you know, I'm, a, I'm a slider heavy pitcher, you know, and there's been many occasions where, you know, you can see a guy diving across the plate, diving across the plate because he does not want to get beat by that, that one pitch, but he wants to swing at it too. So, you, you know, it's just certain things you just got to be aware of in your head. Uh, watch their feet, you know, watch their their uh, their body just to see if they're out in front or if they're staying back, you know, and sometimes, you know, you can pick up on it, the catcher can pick up on that, and you could kind of play off of that. Tell me how to relax. How do you go out there and, and pitch at your best and be able to relax in, in these tense moments with the crowd going bonkers? Um, I think the one thing to remember is is you're good. You know, there's a reason you're here. There's a reason you're playing Major League Baseball in the in the ALCS, about on the brink of going to a World Series. You know, don't forget that you're you're good at what you do. You know, there's a reason you got to this point in the first place, and I think the moment you can just stop and just remember that and take that deep breath, the rest just becomes another game where you're just out there and you're pitching. You see the catcher, crowd disappears, and you just go out there and, and you destroy your game. All right, that's Luke Gregerson ahead of Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. Best of luck and thanks for catching up. All right, appreciate it. Erlander, with all those quick twitch movements in between pitches, dialing it in with a three to nothing lead. Checks the runner on second. Here's the 0-1. This one's popped to center pretty well. Springer going back onto the track. Does he have room? And he does! He made the catch in center! That's a long out by Frazier. What an unbelievable play by George Springer. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.